Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sam Legasic. And I'm Dreadful Dan Gallagher. And we're two old buddies that have lived our life at the edge of the mainstream. So come join us where things are a little... odd. This is the... of yours will be reduced to a burned-out cinder. Hello everyone, and welcome to Oddcast, Movies, Music and Gaming. And here with me as always is Dreadful Dan. Hello Dan. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Um, so we're going to do our little, uh, mini side today where we're just going to briefly chat about all the stuff that we've been up to or not, um, as the case might be. Dan, why don't you go first this time? What, what have you been doing? Um, I watched some really good films at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that has been on my list for about 10 years. So I was super excited to see it and it did not disappoint. Titanic. <laughs> House. Oh wow, the the cover that has the hand finger on the doorbell. No, <laughs> although that oh god, I love that film. Oh, you talk about Hugh Laurie, the Hugh Laurie <laughs> series. No, it's a Japanese film from 1977. Right, um, also known under its Japanese title of Hausu, and okay. it's brilliant. Like you've got to see it. It's so good. Why? Um, Why is it so good? It's crazy. It's really. Um, right, okay, let me try and tell you what happens. Basically, there's seven girls yeah. and they go to stay with one of the girl's uh, aunts for summer and she's got this really nice house and the girl hasn't seen the aunt for years and years since her mother died. And basically they get there and strange stuff starts happening, um, you know, and it's kind of like haunted. But the, I think the reason why I first heard about it was because it was mentioned as something that inspired Sam Raimi and Evil Dead. Right. Um, 
I'm watching it like the link is pretty. Is it there? There's, there's an obvious link there, but it's not that strong. But um, it's it's got that kind of like madcap fun vibe. Mm-hmm. But this director apparently he'd only done like commercials up until that point and mm-hmm. like some short movies. And the whole time it's like he is parodying and lampooning kind of um, like popular culture. Like there's all these crazy edits and cuts. Um, it's like constantly there's something happening like with the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a really strange vibe and it's really surreal and funny. What, what year was it again? 1977. Okay. And like some of the special effects are crazy. Like they're not high tech. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, one girl gets killed and all of her like body parts are flying around and it becomes almost like a, like a collage. Right. Like it becomes animated, and then there's all these like flashing lights on screen, and uh, it's 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 wild. But it was so entertaining. Um, Have they done just, more of them? No, I was looking at what other films he'd made, and um, he doesn't seem that well known in the West. Like this is his big cult film, right. and no one really seems to have kind of explored the rest of his uh, his oeuvre. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've added some films that I'm going to check out now, but no one really seems to be talking about any of them in the same way as this one. You're really like going into these movies that I want to see as part of this podcast. <laughs> it's like all these like weird, horrible, like cult, old 60s, 70s, whatever, like yeah. horror movies and stuff. Maybe we should um, do more feels movies. like you're cheating. <laughs> I'm you always know? watching all these kind of things, so maybe we should do more of them. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's cool. What else have you been doing? Um, uh, well, I saw another film. Um, so I've been catching up with Mario Bava the last few mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Italian horror director. And he did a sci-fi in 1965 called Planet of the Vampires. Right. Nice. So I watched that. Um, I imagine it's a lot of boobs and blood. Ne- nary a tit in sight yeah. and very little blood. Um, I think you'd quite like it. There was a lot, to, there was a lot of stuff I really like liked. <laughs> um, there's a lot there's some really good stuff about it and um, yeah. what i really liked was like there are basically there's some people on a mission to in space you don't really know much about their mission mm-hmm. and they are going past this planet and they're like drawn down onto the surface of the planet right but you don't really know by what and then, you know, strange things start happening. Some of them are dying and all this kind of thing. Um, and then they find, like, they find these, like, giant skeletons. And it's a bit mm-hmm. like Prometheus. Right. Um, it's definitely been, I think it must have been influential on some stuff that's come after. But um, so it's got this kind of creepy vibe to it. And basically it turns out that there are these disembodied creatures that are like, they're not physical, they operate on some kind of um, like other plane or like a like a radio wave or something. Yeah. And they need these people's bodies to be able to keep their like race alive. Right. Um, so that's why they've drawn them down to that planet. And they're planning on basically taking them over and going back to their home planet and like take, and taking that over. Okay, nice. So there aren't really any vampires, like as we would, you know, yeah, understand the concept them. of a vampire. They're more like brain parasites. 
creatures. Yeah. Well, it kind of uh, works into um, what we'll be talking about uh, in the in the next um, episode the podcast of uh, Prince of Darkness. Yes. Yeah. She's kind of taken a, it's going to say like a myth, but <laughs> Jesus and Satan and whatever, the myth. Uh, but um, yeah, I made it a bit more sciencey and uh, yeah. a bit more alieny. Um, added, added a high tech element. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking. I haven't done much this week. I've, I've been playing um, a lot of that Jedi Fallen Order. I think I was talking to you about it last week. Um, I'm playing it on Xbox, and it is so glitchy. <laughs> it is the glitchiest thing. It's like there was one point where. Um, like I, I basically got to the other side of this level, swung over there, and everything was super low res. Yeah. And I was like, mm, okay, this doesn't look right. <laughs> like, what's going on? Which basically means that it's essentially like a background um, of where I was earlier. And I've swung into it, and it's not registered that I've gone into the back, like, moved or whatever. And so it's glitched out. And um, I started just like walking through walls and pressing things. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know how to get back <laughs> to where I was. I had to like switch it off and whole thing off and switch back on again, whatever. Um, but yeah, things like animations don't move smoothly. Um, the cutscenes stumble and, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm just watching it going, this is like a fucking huge game, like a big Star Wars EA game. It's not as if they haven't got the budget to sort this stuff out, but it's... Um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, but it's uh, it's actually good fun. It's quite cool because it's like you've got your lightsaber, and it's more to do with like parrying. Um, parrying, yeah, which is where like if you block just before you're about to get hit, you're essentially like deflect it, and then it leaves I them see. open to get hit. Um, or you do multiple ones depending on if it's a, like a boss or something. Um, but that's really good, and then everyone was like, "Oh, it's quite Dark Souls. It's quite Dark Souls." It's not. It's not really like it's um it's like a it's a nice introduction to some Dark Souls kind of elements, but that's about it. And the big news, obviously, this week is that um the next gen consoles are coming out, okay. and uh, Demon Souls seems to be the game to get, which is only on the PS5. What's Demon Souls? Demon Souls was the original, basically, to all the Dark Souls stuff and Bloodborne okay. and all this. Demon Souls was like the first game that From Software made in that um, world. And uh, yeah, and that's what it did really well. And then Dark Souls was actually going to be the sequel to Demon Souls. But then they went from, uh, I want to say they went from Bandai Namco, and someone's probably going to shoot me for saying that because it's probably wrong, um, from one to the other. I can't remember which way. Um, or Yeah, whatever it was. And uh, Don't shoot him. It's not that uh, important. It's not that important. Just correct him. Exactly. And they changed it to Dark Souls. But I believe they they were going to call it like Dark Ring or something like that. And I think like some English guy went, yeah, don't call it that. Some intern, (laughs) intern on their first day. Like, um, uh, sir. (laughs) Yeah, it was something weird like that. Um, But yeah, so Demon's Souls, but they've re... So the people that did, you know, we're talking about Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. That was done by Bluepoint Games and um, who remade that, brought it up from the, it from the ground up. Um, and Bluepoint are the ones that have done Demon's Souls. So they basically remade the entire game from the ground up, which is quite a thing to do, uh, for the for specifically for the PS5. So um, 
everyone's kind of banging on about it. It's only really officially got released today, I think. I think today's the release day, um, as I'm speaking to you, which is a Thursday. Um, so you'll be playing that next week. I haven't week. got it. Well, I haven't. I haven't got a PS5. I'm not going to get one probably either You're not. for a bit. No, I'm going to wait, I think, this generation. Just because I've got so much stuff on the current gen yeah. that I haven't had a chance to play. It's just like there's no point. And also there's not like that jump like when we were kids where it's like PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 or something like that. Or just, you know, from fucking N64 to a PlayStation or whatever. Just that jump isn't there anymore. So it's, mm. um, it's kind of like the one main thing that people have been saying is that there's basically almost zero loading times, which is the main thing. Right. Um, and these days with obviously the bigger games that you can end up sitting there for ages just waiting for a game to load up. So the fact that that's kind of going is a nice like quality of life improvement. And there's graphical elements as well. as a thing called ray tracing, which is essentially um, uh, basically kind of reflections and how light works. So if you look on a, if you're like in a game and you're on a shiny marble floor or something, instead of it being like a floor, as you would expect, you're seeing like the reflections from the light as you would in real life or whatever, like mm. on the actual floor that you're walking through. So it just adds that little bit of like depth and realism, um, which at first it's so subtle. Well, it's not subtle, um, but as in like the closer it gets, not to like reality, but it's your brain is able to be like, oh, this looks really good. And I can't really put my finger on why, but it's little things like that, that kind okay. of draw you in. Um, but it's quite interesting. But anyway, that's, I'm not, I'm going to wait for a bit for that i think played anything else no i haven't played anything else i only played that i didn't i haven't watched anything i've got my notes um no, the main thing i'm doing is scouring the internet thinking about getting a uh, Kurt Cobain jaguar which feels a bit stupid because i've got a Kurt Cobain jagstang um oh yeah and uh which is actually right beside me because i need to fix it it's broken basically and um i feel like to get another Kurt Cobain guitar <laughs> It's a little bit much, isn't it? Don't really need to don't need to do that. And also it's like a thousand pounds. Um, it's a lot of money for and I'm just like oh, just looking at it going, Do you really want it though? It does look cool. Will it give you a thousand pounds worth of enjoyment and pleasure? It well, it might more than what I've spent on pleasure and enjoyment elsewhere, I tell you. <laughs> um, if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. <laughs> At least this one will, like, spend the night with me. Um, I thought my idea was better. We could both put in a thousand and buy a copy of Love Buzz 7-inch. Yes, Jay. Which will I give us just... almost no pleasure because <laughs> we'll we'll have to lock it in a vault. Yeah, and there'll just be get... all kinds <sighs> of contracts drawn up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a source of of stress and anxiety for the next thirty years. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah. That's it. We'll never it. listen to it either. It's just yeah. literally just going to sit there, just to say yeah. that we have it. Got it. Tick. Yeah. Exactly. Done. <laughs> added, added to my discogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Got it. Um, that's that's it. That's what I've done, really. So I guess, um, yeah, that's I've it for the mini side. Uh, oh, yeah. Watching some X Files. Oh yeah, go on. What, what, what are you up to now? Which bit? Which one? I just watched another two-parter mm. called Patient X and the Red and the Black. And these were the episodes where you, they introduced the concept of like alien rebels. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's actually like an amazingly exciting episode because that first one, Patient X, because they basically suddenly spell everything out for you all in mm. one episode. But it's dampened by the fact that Mulder's playing this weird like version of himself. Is it when really... he comes back, but he's not Mulder? No, it's like before that. Okay. This is still before the movie. This is the, the season that it leads into the film. Right. And But at the beginning of the series... Um, some guy from the defense department has told him that basically like aliens don't exist and he's kind of proved it and he's gone, they're giving you the runaround and this is all the government have created this idea of aliens to like as a smoke screen for what they're doing. Yeah. And he just becomes really like, he was like a surly teenager. Like in this episode, it's unrealistic, like how kind of callous he is. Mm. Like they take him to see this like multiple abductee and she's like, oh, you know, they're going to come for me. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I vaguely um, remember this now. This is when and, he was going through his whole, like, you know, what, why am I doing this or whatever? Like, yeah. What's the point kind of phase? And it doesn't ring true. And, like, Scully's, like, getting these, like, uh, it's a bit like uh, Close Encounters from the Third Kind. Like, suddenly all these people are being drawn to one particular place. Ah, and she's going through this. all this really bad stuff. And he's just kind of, like, sitting there rolling his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> And it just doesn't ring true. Like, even if he's kind of lost that faith, he was never a cunt. Yeah. And he's a right asshole in this. But what's really sad is that like, up until that point, you know, everything's been through Mulder's eyes. Mm. And, you know, we, the audience, like finding out these revelations and little glimpses of things has been through Mulder's eyes. And suddenly the story switches and it's kind of told from the side of the syndicate. Mm. So you don't kind of, it's not that satisfying. You're finding out all this new stuff. 
And when Mulder is, does find out, Crycheck tells him what's going on. Yeah. And he just kind of, he literally laughs in his face and was like, oh yeah, here we go again. Um, <laughs> so after investing in like, yeah, five seasons of this stuff, it was a bit flat. Yeah. Um, but it is exciting because all this stuff suddenly happens. And yeah, they introduce this new... Is that when it ends in the sp- hangar? That's where it's heading. We haven't quite got there yet. Uh, okay, right. This is basically like the syndicate spell out what's going on, you know, in terms of like uh, hybridization and colonization. Um, and then this curveball is thrown in that there's this rebel alien alliance that wants to stop it all from happening. Yeah. And then there's a bit of a schism because they're like, some of them are thinking, okay, we could actually resist now, now that there's these rebels and we've, we appear to have an antidote and all this stuff. So yeah. It was all like high, high concept stuff. If you like all the mythology, yeah, uh, quite exciting, quite exciting. But like yeah. I said, a bit of a shame that they chose these two episodes to really tinker around with the character dynamic, which uh, didn't ring true for me. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's. Um, I always remember, like, it's funny you say Crytek. He was such like a strangely decent character that just kept getting shat on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's not decent. He's he's well, a slimy like, shit. But sometimes you do feel sorry for him because he often gets his comeuppance at the end of any episodes. He yeah. in. I mean, when I say decent, I don't mean in his like ethics. I mean just as in I quite oh, enjoy his a good character. rounded character. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> What's really bad okay. is they always put the names up at the beginning of the episode, and it's like so you know also starring Alex Lee, and you're like. Right, so now, thanks, spoiled the surprise. I know Crycheck's going to turn up. Yeah. Stupid. A, I hate it. TV shows do that a lot. Well, they used to anyway. I don't think they do it so much anymore. Spoiler culture and all this stuff. But um, yeah, I remember uh, there was a few, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's a few times where I've like watched the TV series and been like, oh, okay, so thingy's in it this week. Which means, oh, so, you know, whatever's alive <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, great. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool though. It's quite nice to like read of X Files through you. Um, but yeah, I want to do a proper X Files thing at some point. That'd, That'd be cool. Nice. Um, and then music-wise, mm. I haven't been listening to too much new stuff. Mm-hmm. Principally, I've been listening to my new jazz albums. Oh yeah, so that's not really not really in the realm of the odd. Um, that's yeah, I got, odd. <laughs> I got a bar. <laughs> I got a bargain, bona fide bargain. They're doing on uh, online, Zavi, right? Um, and it was like ten mystery jazz albums, mm. and uh, the retail value of two hundred pounds, and it was thirty quid. So I thought, give it a go. What can go wrong? And I kind of thought, oh, I'll probably send me some right old crap, just whatever's been left, like remaindered. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've got some bloody good stuff turned up. Yeah. Uh, what the highlights? Uh, uh, Cannonball Adderley with... Um, Cannon and Ball? Cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> Died, didn't he, last A week? tribute to yeah. Bobby Ball by listening to some Cannonball Adderley. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good one because he was in Miles Davis's band at that point. Right. And he did uh who were on columbia and he did this album for blue notes with miles davis as one of his sidemen so even though he was in miles davis's band he's and it's basically a miles davis album um mm. 
But that was good. That's the only one I've listened to so far. But I've got okay. some Ornette Coleman. I don't know who um, any of these people are, but cool. That's that was, and then there's a bunch of names that I didn't know as well. But I put it on Instagram, and a few people like, uh, yeah, uh, someone Dolphy, and I can't remember now. Um, nice. That was Charlie Charlie Mingus. Charlie Mingus. Yeah. <laughs> all the classics. All the classics. All the classics. All those classics. Alf, the, the Alfie soundtrack. I was like, eh? That's not jazz. That's what's it all about? Alfie. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to listen to that, but <laughs> hopefully, like, this is actual jazz. The score or something and, and right. isn't that shit. I never, I've never seen Alfie. He's with them. Three of them. Did they make three of them? Wasn't it, there was, wasn't there an Alfie with, and I'm thinking of something else. No, there's an Alfie with Jude Law. It was Michael Caine, obviously. Did they remake it again? (sighs) Wasn't Russell Brand did one? What was the one with, um, Dudley Moore? that's, yeah, what's that? What was that called? That's someone. Arthur. Yeah. Easy to get mixed up. Alfie and Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) Weird, isn't it? Um, any other music stuff? It's about it, really. Okay. About it. Obviously, I've been listening to the soundtrack for uh, Prince of Darkness, mm. but we'll come to that later, right? Yeah. So um, the next episode that we're going to do is on Prince of Darkness. Uh, we're actually streaming this on Twitch. And um, so if you are watching, then keep watching because we're about to talk about Prince of Darkness. So thanks for listening to the Minnesota and see you next time. Thank you for listening to Oddcast Movies, Music and Gaming. If you want to get in touch with us or get a movie, album or game put on our list to discuss, then email us at oddcastoddballs at gmail.com or a newwinterpodcast at gmail.com. This is part of a New Winter Podcast Network, so head on over to a newwinter.net to check out our other shows. You can also follow us on Instagram at a new winter, Twitter at a new winter, and you can head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash a new winter. Thanks for listening and see you again soon. 